Republicans are right now at risk of losing the defund the police battle. What you saw the other day is a show. You saw a show. The Democrats picked from central casting the most diverse group of officers, minus having a woman there, to help them rid themselves of the weight around their ankles of defund the police. That's what happened. Now, yesterday I pointed out that Harry Dunn claims he was called the N-word. And I said, for the moment, I will accept his truth. For the moment. We have no evidence that anyone called him the N-word, right? There's, it's not there. We now have the testimony of Daniel Hodges of the D.C. Metro Police and the new love, the new, the new calendar man, right? The new calendar man, Michael Fanon. All of a sudden, leftists in media like Don Lemon love themselves white male police officers, narcotics officers, withdrawals. And there he was talking about this was a, a, an act of terrorism. And my God, my colleagues were victims. See, Andrew, you're, you're, imitating, you're making fun of this officer. No, I'm not. My question now is, and I have a lot of audio to get to, what were these officers offered to help the Democrats eliminate the burden of defund the police? Andrew, are you doubting? You know what's funny? This is how the history of now works. The Democrats did campaign on defund the police. They did accept the message, all cops are bastards. They stood silently as academics on the left told us that the modern police force is a relic of the slave patrols related directly to slave patrols. That's what they told us. They told us that American police departments are inherently and institutionally racist. They needed to be blown up and recast as public de-escalation social welfare departments defund the police hurt the democrats in the end and now they have to get out of it what you saw and i'm going to pick it apart line by line these officers were not brought in to simply testify they were given teed up opportunities to make political statements something that if it were any other group of officers they would have been excoriated for using their uniforms to make political statements. Now, I want to start with this. Something you're not going to see in this show trial where no one's on trial. This is a shadow trial of Trump. But there are videos now circulating that are not going to be brought up. Kinzinger and, and, and Lib Cheney, that's my new word, for, new name for her, Lib Cheney. Lib Cheney, Lib Cheney and, 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 and Kinzinger are not going to ask questions. Well, well, where was the president? Where was the president that day? Well, where was Pelosi? Is it the president's responsibility to secure the Capitol building or is it Pelosi's? Answer, Pelosi's. The sergeant at arms answers to Nancy Pelosi. Period. End of story.
But any number of these videos are not going to be brought up as air fingers, quote, evidence in the shadow trial of Donald Trump. Listen to this very carefully. This cube cut eight. This is a protester in a MAGA hat going up to a Capitol police officer. Listen to this very carefully. This is our damn Capitol building, and y'all are letting it get destroyed on your watch. All of you, call for backup. Get some help down here. And if, and if they don't want to get the backup, they obviously don't give a about you. These people want blood. Where's that guy? The FBI has tracked down almost every single human being, but that guy. Where are the people that were going to the Capitol? Officer, officer, please, for the love of God, get in there. Call for backup. These people are destroying our Capitol. Those are MAGA demonstrators. No, wait, they're white nationalist insurrectionist terrorists. And if you notice, Fanon, Hodges, Dunn, they all used buzzwords as almost on command as if they were coordinated with some of these Democrats. Yes, I'm saying it. That doesn't mean I believe that police are inherently racist or policing is institutionally racist. But see, now these officers, this is how absolute moral authority works. They've now selected these four officers to be their village people. They have a new village people. And everything the Democrats have said and done before this is to be forgotten. And if you don't agree with the Democrats, this is the worst thing that happened in the Capitol, then you're downplaying it. And this is something Democrats do very well. They take something to its most ridiculous extreme and set the marker there and say, anyone who doesn't follow us to this ridiculous extreme is downplaying. Now, I want you to listen to Adam Kinzinger cry before I play Stephanie Murphy crying. Here's Adam Kinzinger. Who's <laughs> just... This is just the worst thing to happen in the capital ever. I'm Adam Kinsinger. Play cut one. Thank you to our witnesses. Uh, I never expected a day to be quite as emotional for me as it has been. Uh, I've talked to a number of you and gotten to know you. I think it's important to tell you right now, though. You guys may, like, individually feel a little broken, you guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and you know you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. You guys held. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad days, how we take accountability for that. And for all the overheated rhetoric surrounding this committee, our mission is very simple. It's to find the truth, and it's to ensure accountability. That's the best tampon commercial I ever heard. <laughs> now here's Representative Stephanie Murphy, who is just... I feel you, Adam Kinsinger. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Cut two. You know, January 6th was an attack on our democracy. It was an attack on the peaceful transfer of power. And it was an attack on this Capitol building. 
but it was also an attack on real people. And most people don't know this, um, and I don't think even you know this, um, but your actions had a profound uh, impact on me. So at 3 p.m. on January 6, while you were holding back the mob at the Lower West Terrace entrance, I was holed up with Congresswoman Kathleen Rice in a small office about 40 paces from the tunnel that you all were in. That's about from the distance where I'm sitting here on the dais to that back wall. And from that office, in close proximity to where you all held the line, I listened to you struggle. I listened to you yelling out to one another. I listened to you care for one another, directing people back to the makeshift eyewash station that was at the end of our hall. And then I listened to people coughing, having difficulty breathing, but I watched you and heard you all get back into the fight. And I think Congresswoman Rice and I were the only members of Congress to be down there um, on that Lower West ter Terrace. You know, we had taken refuge in that office because we thought for sure being in the basement at the heart of the Capitol was the safest place we could be. And it turned out we ended up at the center of the storm. And Officer Fanon, you had said, you know, you were 250 feet off of that tunnel and you felt certain that they were going to kill you. Imagine if they had caught the two members of Congress that were just 40 feet from where you all were. Oh my God. <laughs> to listen to this officer, Michael Fanon, who is apparently in the narcotics unit of the D.C. Metro Police Force. D.C. Metro is, I mean, it's got to be near to hell. Have you ever driven through the bad parts of D.C. Metro? I'm not talking about the Capitol. I'm not talking about Foggy Bottom or Adams Morgan or where, you know, where, where all the rich Democrats live. I'm talking about... D.C. Metro. This is the worst thing he's experienced as a narcotics cop? An undercover narcotics cop? Wine six ninety five patriot 957-2874. So here's Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin, who in fact, who in fact led the charge against the count, of the electoral votes in 2017, and we'll play that in just a second, who for some reason always looks like a used condom, sets up this Daniel Hodges, Officer Hodges, to read a series of buzzwords. Play the first clip of it, cut three. Officer Hodges, um, I read your testimony carefully. I hope every American reads your testimony. But I noted that you referred to terrorists or terrorism 15 different times to describe the people who were assaulting officers, dragging them through the crowd, stealing their weapons, smashing them over the head, gouging eyes, and so on. Um, however, some of our colleagues have been calling the violent insurrectionists not terrorists, but tourists. Why do you call the attackers terrorists and what do you think about our colleagues who think we should call them tourists that's a political statement right there 
That is a political statement right there. Jamie Raskin, the used prophylactic, is setting up this officer, teeing up a political statement while this officer is in uniform. This is not a hearing anymore. This is a shadow trial. This is a show. This is the Democrats trying to make sure that Republicans lose momentum, lose momentum on defund the police. Now, I, what's amazing about this is anyone in the Capitol now, anyone who was in fact a tourist, it's not illegal to be in the Capitol. It's not illegal to attend a Trump rally. It's not illegal to approach the Capitol. It's, none of these things are illegal. Which would have been to be with the... Yeah, though there are people that broke the law and there are people who didn't break the law. But now Jamie Raskin wants to classify or reclassify every human being that was there not breaking the law that day as a white nationalist terrorist. They were terrorists now. The man who shot up Republicans and ultimately hit Steve Scalise several times. That guy wasn't a terrorist. Antifa's not a terrorist. As a matter of fact, the Democrats, even ever since 9-11, have tried to eliminate the use of the word terrorism. But now they found terrorism. It's kind of like, it's kind of like with the migrants at the border. These are people fleeing poverty and violence. When it came to the Cubans, then they all of a sudden found sovereignty. So here's Officer Daniel Hodges of the D.C. Metro Police Department taking the tee up from the used condom Jamie Raskin cut for. If that's what American tourists are like, I can see why foreign countries don't like American tourists. (laughs) 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 Who's got the applause sign? But I can see why someone would take issue with the uh, title of terrorist. It's gained a lot of uh, notoriety in our vocabulary in the past few decades. And uh, we like to believe that, no, that couldn't happen here. No, no domestic terrorism, no homegrown threats. But I came prepared. U.S. Code, Title 18, Part 1, Chapter 113, B is in Brown, okay, Section 2331. The term domestic terrorism means activities that involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state, and B, appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population, or to influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion, or to affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination, or kidnapping, and occur primarily within the territorial jurisdiction of the United States. And you don't see Antifa and Black Lives Matter in that. Shop zones, following the mayor home, shooting police in Dallas, shooting Steve Scalise and other Republican congressmen. That wasn't even called a mass shooting, by the way. Burning, looting, robbing, firebombing the federal court building, firebombing an ICE detention facility. Your brother officers, Officer Hodges, you don't see the left in any of this? In the weather underground? 
NFALN terrorists? Of course not. Because that's not what this is designed to do. This is a show. They found four officers. What they offered them, I don't know. Promotions. Maybe support if they were to run for office themselves. To connect them with lucrative book deals. Maybe private security details. Who knows? But these were pol- that's a political statement right there. Raskin is setting them up for a political statement. Now, just for the record, let's remind everyone of Raskin's history. Here he is, January 17th, certification day, 2017, January 2017, cut five. What purpose is member right? Uh, I have an objection because 10 of the 29 electoral votes cast by Florida were cast by electors not lawfully certified because they violated Florida's prohibition against dual debate office is, holding. Debate is out of order. Section 15 and 17 of the Title III of the United States Code require that any objection be presented in writing, signed by both members of the House of Representatives, both a member of the House of Representatives and a senator. Is the objection in writing and signed not only by the member of the House of Representatives, but also by a senator? It is in writing, Mr. President. Is it signed by a senator? Not as of yet. I have more. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. 